Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rosini, our co-host. Chris, welcome to the program. It's great to be with you again, Dr. Paul. Very, very good. Uh, I want to talk today about a story. Uh, some people would think this is a minor story, and we see a tragedy occurring. At the same time, the officials who want to control everything we do and everything we think, uh, they want to paint the individual we're going to talk about as the bad guy. The person we're going to talk about is Andrew Wiegand. I have to confess, I'm not uh, up on all the athletics. I love athletics. And yet I know now by just looking into this because he's been in the news is this guy is a great, great basketball player. As far as I'm concerned, he's a great individual because he's been fighting with the authorities because they said, you can't even play basketball unless you get uh, your uh, vaccines. And who knows? I mean, over the years, he might have had some natural vaccine and uh, he is objecting. And Chris, I think one of the best parts about his objection, he says, uh, he says, is this my body? Uh, they don't own my body. Uh, I should be able to do with what, what I want. But nevertheless, uh, he and a few others have objected. It's tremendous pressure they put on them because it means big, big dollars, not only for they for themselves, but you know, their families are involved and other players are involved and it's it's just a mess. But the basic principle is is what uh Wiggins puts out. Where does the government think they have this authority that they can punish a person like this and say, if you don't go and get the all these vaccinations that you are not allowed to play and we don't care how much money you can make because all of a sudden this authoritarianism is the only thing they care about. And they're pushing hard on this. And uh, sadly, he's trying to make a decision on that. But one thing for sure, I don't think they're going to convert him to be an advocate for uh, vaccines because he knows how great the encroachment on his personal liberty has been by putting the pressure on him to you know, get these shots and uh, his his objection also, Chris, has been justifiable. You know, what do they do? Does everybody know about it? Isn't this a test? Uh, uh, this this hasn't been fully tested. You know, all the arguments that are out there about uh, vaccine. The other thing that I thought was uh, pretty important because it's not like he's not studied this. He says they don't even know uh, what the effects will be long term. They come up and tend to hide what happens the first week or two or a month or two or maybe six months. How many people can get sick? And uh, even those statistics are, uh, you know, distorted because we don't know how many. But he, uh, Wiggins brought the subject up. We don't even know what the effect will be on raising a family and what it'll be like in two years, five years or 10 years. And he's right about that because we're dealing with a vaccine that is unique uh, in its RNA uh, manipulation rather than DNA, which is what they've done traditionally. So, uh, Chris, I just wanted to, uh, you know, visit with you and just to talk about this case to show how the overreach, all done in the name of goodness, and guess who's at fault? Guess who's causing all the trouble? Just like they say, the anti-vaxxers, the people who won't get a vaccine, are causing all the illness in the world. So because he's standing up against this, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy for standing up for what he thinks is his personal liberty. Chris? Right, Dr. Paul. We were both moved when we read 
you know, this, he really is a victim because he did something that he did not want to do clearly. And you can, you can tell by his words, uh, he said, quote, I guess to do certain stuff to work and all that, I guess you don't own your body. That's what it comes down to. You want to work in society today? I guess they make the rules of what goes into your body and what you do. And then as far as uh, what you mentioned about nobody knowing the future of this and nobody does know, he said, quote, I don't know what what it's going to do to my body. There's a lot of stuff I feel I could go on for days about why I didn't want to get it. Most importantly, I don't know what it's going to happen, uh, what it's going to do to my body in 10, 15, 20 years. I mean, the fact that we're living through this is astonishing because is it worth, everybody has to decide, is it worth it to roll the dice? What a tough decision, especially for someone in his position. He worked his whole life. He's an NBA star. And all of a sudden, he's put in this position that he has to basically throw his dream away or take uh, this shot that he does not want. And we don't know the answer for anyone besides ourselves on what to do. What we do know, though, is this. The people pressuring you now, if something happens, they're not going to be there if there's a problem. They'll be gone and you won't be able to find them anymore. Their, their hands are going to be wiped of any role that they played in, in pressuring you. Uh, you. You can count on them to be there now to, to, uh, to hassle you. But if something does happen, they'll deny that, you know, had anything to do with the shot. We're already seeing that. And they'll be gone. So it will literally be on you and you will be have to deal with the decision. This is very, very difficult, especially for somebody in Wiggins position. You know, and this is difficult for anybody who's resisting. And of course, we talk a lot about resisting, uh, you know, all these mandates. And there is a lot more resistance now than before. But it just seems like they can sort these things out when they uh, do do this to an individual or a company. Or they punish you. It's a threat. It's an intimidation. It's violent. And they and they push that. And that it makes it very difficult, especially when uh, we have been a nation that believes in following the law. And, and, and uh, many people with uh, strong religious beliefs believe you follow the law. And so they present these things for public health reasons. And what they do, and you've already mentioned it, they uh, turn it around and make uh, uh, Wiggins the problem and, and the victim. But uh, he, his, his resistance isn't the problem. It's, uh, it's the problem that there are these laws and rules. And uh, I think one thing that there's a way of handling this that is difficult because if people don't, uh, you know, they want to object. And, and uh, Wiggins makes a lot of strong points on why, but the financial thing is just overwhelming. But philosophically speaking, he has every right, and we all have an obligation that when the law says you do such and such, and that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with bad laws, laws being passed by bureaucrats, laws being endorsed by our courts, and it's a violation not only you know, of our Constitution, but of, of personal liberty. And that that is uh, what has to be said. So how can we resist if we believe in law and order and uh, you're on you're a small number of people? Uh, aren't you off on the wrong track if you're if you're objecting to it? No, I think if uh, if you're confident about it is about what they're doing is wrong, 
I, I think we all have moral obligations to make that point. In a free society, we used to be able to do that without any fear. But now they, uh, you know, they didn't come. They didn't come to Wigan and say we're going to put you in jail or you said something and it was politically incorrect. But they will destroy a person. They'll destroy their income, their businesses, and their and financially they can destroy them. But I follow a principle that there is such a thing as a higher law. The higher law for me is. Uh, you know, we, we, we have the legislative law, we have the Constitution, the Constitution, of course, not, not a lot of people have that much respect for it. And uh, the bureaucrats aren't supposed to write all these laws, so they're, they're actually unconstitutional. Uh, so if there's a lot of conflict there, I think people should be able to, for their personal well-being, should be able to resort to the higher law which is based on morality, based on, you know, for a libertarian, it's that who's initiating the violence, who's causing the violence, who's, who's causing the, the problems uh, in society. And uh, obviously, we are contending right here that it's this government regulation on uh, vaccines that's causing this uh, direct problem with uh, Wiggins. But this goes on and on. Thousands and thousands of people are being involved. How about the how about the teachers that uh, you know get fired you know because they don't want to take the shot? How about the medical personnel? They're short medical personnel, and they say, well, if you don't get a shot, we're going to uh, we're going to you know fire you, and you're not going to get any welfare benefits, no unemployment benefits. And uh, same the same thing with the police. The, the police uh, activity in this country is ruined, you know, because, uh, you know, they, they what what they do is uh, that uh, the, the, the police uh, are then taken care of uh, by by, you know, the, the subsidies that they get and the permission. But uh, what do they do if if there's a breakdown in law and order? Well, they punish the police and that hasn't gone so well. But now what they do is they fire the police. And then they say, oh, the law and order is breaking out, you know, and then they will find another. They'll find a victim that is completely opposite of being the victim. That's one thing I think, Chris, is happening right now. Anytime you hear a politician or anybody in public life accusing somebody of a certain crime, uh, and certainly this has been the political thing. When one party blames the other party for, <laughs> for Russia Gate. You might as well figure it out from the very beginning. They're probably the guilty, you know, the guilty party. So the more the more they spout off, I think this is true. I've, I've accepted the principle that if you have these do-gooders that are holier than thou, and they want uh, a society where there's no no uh, uh, no, no no bigotry and uh, no discrimination, with their my experience in Washington is they're usually the ones who who are the most racist. So, uh, but but you, you're on the wrong side of the emotions, and that's what's happening here. I don't know, but uh, I, I think Chris, one thing that attracted us to this incident is maybe uh, Wiggins uh, will wake up some people because they respect him for his ability, and he's standing up for the right thing to do. Yes, Chris. Yes, let's hope so. And you know, I, I hope more and more people are seeing that. This is a subscription service that you're being forced into. You know, is in Israel, it used to be that, okay, you got your freedom after you got your two shots. Well, now that's changing. Now you need three shots. And if you had two shots, you lost your freedoms again. 
This is why America's founders said that freedom does not come from the government. It comes from our creator. This is what it looks like when freedom comes from government. You're going to get your shots or you're going to lose your freedom and the shots are going to keep coming and they will keep coming. You know, yesterday we did a show on Merck on how they've developed this pill with taxpayer money and they're charging 40 times the cost of making it. Do you think that there will ever be a time where the big pharma companies will say, okay, that's it. No more. We made enough money out of this. Government will stop forcing them to use our products. We should stop making billions of dollars. Do you think that that will ever happen? It's kind of like the wars. Once those wars get started, they become endless. And if this climate change dystopia ever comes about, there will never come a time where the government says, okay, we're done surveilling every move you make. The climate is fine now. It's perpetual stuff. So that's what we could expect with these shots. You could expect a fourth shot or no freedom, fifth shot or no freedom. So is this the hamster wheel that you want to put yourself on? Again, this is an individual decision. Some people say yes. Uh, it's for each of us to decide whether or not we want to live this way. You know, to, to further uh, give an example of what I was talking about is they flip it and the person standing up for the right thing to do and the moral thing to do uh, and not get bogged down in, the, you know, what the regulators should do and artificially punish people like this. But in, in this case, San, the San Francisco Chronicle came out hard on condem con condemning Andrew Wiggins. It used to be a person like that was sort of a heroic person, especially standing up for right and being a good athlete and all these things. So they said, he is a terrible person because what he did, he, he had this wonderful platform. He's well known. And uh, he, he uh, actually used the platform and his uh, popularity uh, to spread fear and doubt about the vaccination he's there destroying the world he's an anti-vaxxer and these are the people who are the bad guys and uh and, and and this is this to me is something that's hard for people to understand why would they do this and uh quite frankly i think uh there's a, a sinister force behind a lot of what most of them are doing and that is that they have a goal of remaking our whole society they would like to see the economy crash and the social fabric crash. That's why they're anti-religious and whatnot. And, uh, and, and that way, they, they have been blunt about it. Then they can restart and rebuild a perfect, uh, a, you know, socialist Marxist economy. That's why this cultural Marxism is not a joke. That is a serious problem. I think what we're seeing here is a reflection of that. That's right, Dr. Paul. Uh, I'll finish up with my closing thoughts now. Okay. Uh, you know, every weekend we see over in Europe massive amounts of people that are resisting and protesting. And while there are protests here compared to Europe, it's it's uh, it pales in comparison as of now. And you know, I thought to myself, why why would this be? And my personal opinion is Europeans have a very good memory and have long experiences with just how despicable people in government can get. You know, recently, we, I think it was this week or last week, we saw the Polish embassy in Australia. They came out in protest against the brutality of the Australian government that they're committing against their people. And I, you th again, you think to yourself, why Poland? Why is everybody else being quiet? Well, 
think about Poland in World War II and what that country went through. You know, they got a double dose with Stalin and Hitler both invading them. So they see tyranny a lot quicker than here in America, where we don't really have a reference. Here, we're more likely to think, ah, they'll never do that here. It'll never get that bad here. Listen, we're people. Human nature does not change. And it's taking longer for Americans to wake up because we do not have the reference that they have in Europe. They know just how evil people can be. So, and that may be why this is happening so quickly, especially here in America. You're not supposed to think. You're just supposed to obey. Don't question anything. Don't question science. Just listen right away and fast. Because, you know, in America, it's taking a while to really get a grasp on just how bad things are. And you know what? We've seen over two years, we've seen our own people turn on each other at the grocery stores. So, you know, that that has uh, uh, reminiscences of East Germany. So Americans need to wake up and wake up fast. We have a lot of advantages here. There's a lot of negatives, but there's a lot of positives that can really turn the tide on this thing. Very good, Chris. And I, I want to finish with uh, talking a little bit about what I see has happened to the practice of medicine, which is very discouraging because, you know, in my short period of time, relatively speaking, uh, getting into medicine, getting my medical degree in 1961, up until where we are today, uh, you know, in 1961, we didn't have Medicare or Medicaid, and most people saved money and paid their bills. And, and uh, from my viewpoint, because I practiced medicine before all those programs were out. And uh, I don't remember people lining up and not getting any care and people dying in the streets and all this. So uh, that, that, that is a big change. But the, the other thing that has, has changed a lot is uh, the, the fact that uh, the doctor-patient relationship has been ruined. And, and that is so key. And I think, uh, in a way, this is what Wiggins is talking about, even though he's taken it upon himself, which he has a right to do, to say that he ought to have a choice in this. And, and because I do believe that, uh, you, you know, him making a choice doesn't hurt anybody else uh, by those choices. This idea that because he isn't vaccinating, he's a threat to the community. See, that's, that's, a, that's just not true. And yet that is what they use that and try to put you on a guilt trip. They put you on guilt trips and they also put you on, a, on uh, the fear of them wiping you out financially. And this, this to me is just so, so outrageous. And the other thing is, is, uh, you know, and we've, we've mentioned this quite a lot, uh, uh, both you and with Daniel, we, we talk about this and we're concerned and we have our opinion, but, but our opinion is uh, sort of what we what we want to protect. We, we don't uh, we don't have Wiggins to uh, say that he should decide what should be done for everybody. But there is the principle of voluntary choices. People make up their own minds how they you, you know will be treated, and so that's what we're arguing for. And that is not that we know who should or who should not. Uh, we may have an opinion, but that should be left to other people. And really, it should come down. To individuals having a trustworthy physician, which is difficult to find these days, because uh, most of the time they don't have one or two doctors. They have a they have a corporation that practices medicine, and then you have the corporations running the drug companies and the corporations making a lot of money on vaccines. And Chris has already mentioned that again. So those are the problems, you know, you know that they have. 
but I, I find it rather sad on what's happened with the practice of, of medicine. And uh, this, uh, th- th- this, to me, uh, should be combined with an understanding of what personal liberty is. Personal liberty is making your own choices about all your life. And certainly it includes making your personal choices with your own body, what medicine you want to take, um, what kind of risk you're going to take. Everybody takes risk every day. And many times the risks aren't too smart. But the idea that some bureaucrat is all of a sudden going to make us safe from anything we ever do in taking a risk, uh, that has to be done in a, in a different manner. Uh, because quite frankly, I think when the government gets involved and they make a mistake, just think if theoretically, let's say they've been off on the wrong track here for a year and a half and putting roadblocks in some of the medications that are very, very inexpensive. And there's an alternative to some of this very expensive uh, uh, treatment, and then also pushing the vaccines and saying that if you don't do it, you know you're going to destroy the world. So this is this is something that we have to realize that it, but it can be solved. I don't think it's that hard. Why shouldn't everybody join in and say, you know, I like this idea of volunteerism. I can do with my life what I want and with my money with what I want, and let's do this. And if I make a mistake, I can suffer the consequences. But in the meantime, let me decide whether I can have a shot, uh, you know, a vaccine and uh, play basketball uh, without getting a vaccine. So that's that's uh, this is a big issue for liberty, but it's a gigantic issue, of course, for uh, Andrew Wiggins, who uh, should be complimented for standing up on principle. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.